This hour of Spears and Ali on ESPN Tucson is brought to you by Tucson Federal Credit Union and the Volpe team at Nova Home Loans. Now back to Spears and Ali on 1490 AM, 94.9 HD Channel 4 ESPN Tucson. We got one last hour left of today's Spears and Ali. And uh, we're going to talk some Arizona basketball to begin this hour. So if you want to call in, 719-1490 is the phone number, 719-1490. Arizona fans, how you feeling about the current state of the Wildcats after a stunning loss to the ASU Sun Devils? And, of course, you know, losing to ASU, it doesn't really happen often by the Arizona Wildcats. But, man, I still can't get over that that game. Uh, just just. Like I said, it felt like an out-of-body experience. I still couldn't believe that shot went in. And when Desmond Cambridge, uh, when he put up the shot, you know what's funny is I didn't even see who shot it. I didn't even see that it was Desmond Cambridge who put up the shot because as soon as Umar Balo made that free throw, I was like, okay, I got to get my my tweet ready that Arizona is uh, about to win this game. I didn't type anything. I just I just had that thought. Are you are you really about to blame me, Andrew, for this loss? I, I didn't because, say anything. Because as soon as I said that, you you rolled your eyes and you were like, oh, okay, of course, Justin's <laughs> Charles Barkley esque kiss of death <laughs> guarantee. Every time he guarantees something, the exact opposite happens. But yeah, I was uh I was getting ready for you know post game stuff, and as as soon as I'm getting the the tweet ready, I look up, the ball is in the air, and then I just see it. Fall in nothing but net. I I was absolutely stunned, absolutely stunned. But regardless, Arizona loses, and now they go into a weekend where it they don't really have much to play for outside of tournament seating, right? Uh, and of course, Pac-12 Player of the Year, Zulus Tabellas, has to figure out what he wants to do there. But Arizona, they don't have the Pac-12 regular season championship because UCLA won it with Arizona losing to ASU and UCLA beating Colorado the Bruins they clinched the Pac-12 regular season championship for the first time in 10 years and I think that's honestly kind of surprising that UCLA hasn't won a conference title in a decade but when you think about the 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 Pac-12 landscape over the last 10 years or so Arizona has been the class of the Pac-12 uh, but then right behind Arizona has always been the Oregon Ducks. And th- that one season where the Pac-12 was so top-heavy, when you had uh, Dylan Brooks and all those guys at Oregon, uh, uh, the Arizona Wildcats, I believe, had uh, Lori Markkinen and, uh, th- and that team. Arizona, or excuse me, uh, UCLA, when they had uh, uh, Lonzo Ball and, and all those guys, you know, that... That the Pac-12 was just so loaded. Arizona and Oregon were just so talented that UCLA, I mean, they were right there, but ultimately they couldn't get it done. So uh, UCLA, honestly, I'm, they've had some really good teams over the last 10 years or so, but they've always just kind of been second to Arizona and Oregon in that regard. So, hey, congrats to them <laughs> on, on getting uh, the, the Pac-12 regular season championship. But I think with Arizona, they don't, really have that pressure of trying to get that conference championship. But, man, they have a lot of pressure because they have to get Azulus Tubelis in his Pac-12 Player of the Year bid and really bolster that. And plus you have March Madness coming up, 
And location matters. Arizona would much rather be playing in cities like Denver and Sacramento rather than Orlando, Florida. And I know that Arizona basketball fans travel well, and they will be flocking to Orlando to parlay a weekend of Arizona basketball and Disney World out there in Florida. But it's it's, it's not the same as opposed to Denver and Sacramento, like I said. So location matters. We'll see what Arizona can do um, here this week as they get ready to face USC and UCLA in Los Angeles. If you want to call in and talk about Arizona basketball, let us know what's weighing on your mind. 719-1490, 719-1490 is that phone number. And also a friendly reminder that this week is the final week of Spears and Ali on the after, in the afternoons. So Spears and Ali, we're not going anywhere. Right, We're still going to be here on ESPN Tucson, still going to be talking nothing but Arizona Wildcats and Phoenix Suns and with the latest with what's going on in the NFL. We're still going to have those amazing guests. We take pride in having a lot of great people join our show. And, I mean, shoot, later on coming up, we're, we're going to uh, talk to Levi Wallace from the Pittsburgh Steelers, Tucson native. Uh, he will be joining us, and uh, we'll also talk some USC basketball with a shotgun spratling as well. Uh, but going back to what I was saying, you know, we we do such a an amazing job, you know, putting together this show. And with that being said, uh, we're we're moving to the mornings. And I'm I'm letting everyone kind of know why we are making this move, right? Because people would see this on the surface and say, why on earth would you rather go from afternoon drive time? From 3 to 6 p.m. to 7 to 9 a.m. Why on earth would you want to do that to yourselves? Well, uh, we hate sleep. Yeah, we do hate sleep. <laughs> but some changes have been made at my other job, at the Arizona Daily Star. So I will be taking on uh, more of a football beat writing role at the Arizona Daily Star. So I will be covering spring football. I will I will be covering everything in regards to Arizona Wildcats football. And unfortunately, with with the, my new change at the Arizona Daily Star, I have to be all in on that. And unfortunately, Arizona Spring Football, they start their practices in the middle of the afternoon. And so I presented my bosses this opportunity, and I said, hey, guys, um, I understand if you guys don't want me to be a part of ESPN Tucson anymore. I completely understand that uh, because I understand that the, the, the afternoon market is big. You know, you guys need an afternoon show. Uh, so if you guys want to let me go, I completely understand. And our amazing bosses here said, no, we want to keep the show. We love you guys. How can we accommodate you guys? And I said, well, I think at this point we probably have to go to the mornings. And they said, consider it done. There was no pushback whatsoever. There was no restraint. They could have easily said, thank you, Justin, for your services. We're going to let you go. And then we shake hands and we move on. But the fact that they're willing to change their clocks for us, still give us a platform, um, I think is just so amazing and so 
Uh, I thank our bosses here at Arizona Lotus and ESPN Tucson for allowing us to make this move from the afternoons to the mornings. It's going to be a big change for all of us, right? Andrew and I, we are night owls, especially like covering sports on the West Coast, Pac-12 sports. I mean, shoot, how many games are just so ridiculously late? I mean, shoot, on Thursday, Arizona's playing against USC at 9 o'clock. So those Friday morning shows are going to be really hard because we got to be able to stay up and watch those games. But I think in the end, man, it's it's all going to be worth it. We're going to be the only sports talk show in Tucson in the mornings. So we're going to be in a class of our own, and uh, we we hope that we continue to bring entertainment. You know, we want to be as informative as possible, but at the end of the day, we're all about entertaining you guys. And uh, we're going to continue to do that, even if we're, uh, we're a little bit grouchy at 7 o'clock in the morning. I want to be entertaining, but I'm not stupid enough to compare myself to Ali. Never, never stupid enough to compare myself <laughs> to Ali. Uh, all right, let's go to the phone lines. Uh, if you, uh, enough about Spears and Ali and our future. Uh, we'll continue to remind everyone that we are moving from the afternoons to the mornings. Uh, let's go back to talk about Arizona Wildcats basketball. If you want to call into the show, 719-1490 is the phone number. 719-1490. We got Jason calling in talking about the Arizona versus ASU basketball game. Jason, have you uh, been able to recover, or is this uh, your time now to to kind of vent about what happened on Saturday? Um, maybe my time to vent. I'm still a little upset about the way the, the game ended over the last 10 minutes. But I was going to say that um, I was sitting there and I was watching the game with my son on TV, and uh, after Balo missed that first free throw, I said to my son, yeah, watch him hit a bomb to win the game. And as soon as they inbounded the ball, I was screaming, get on him. And when they left his fingers, I just had a feeling it was going in. Oh, man. So, yeah, see, yeah. I, don't, I don't have – see, Jason, a lot of people uh, seem to have an issue with the, the backcourt defense. I don't really have an issue with that because – you know, I've seen enough Arizona basketball fans to see the wackiest situations play out. And when I saw when I thought about, you know, trying to press up in in the backcourt and play that kind of defense, I kept thinking about this. And maybe you'll uh, recall, I think it was when Arizona played against USC. It was like 2007, 2008, and Jamel Horn decided to defend a guy pr- up close, and the USC player then drew the foul, and it was uh, dubbed a shooting foul. So then he went to the free throw line and shot three free throws. So maybe Arizona yeah. maybe Arizona didn't want to risk, you know, maybe drawing a foul call, but, yeah, still, I, I man. Do remember, I do remember that, but I sort of think that they just weren't prepared in any way whatsoever. I mean, two and a half seconds to go, all you got to do is slow the guy down a little bit, you know, and they, did, they didn't do anything. Yeah, it was a long shot or whatever, but – I mean, they inbounded the ball, and he just—he had a—he really did have a clean look at it. So yeah, yeah, it—it was—it was a crazy shot, but I don't know. I just had a—I've seen so much basketball in my life. I know that's a possibility, and you know, I know I really didn't know, but I said to my son, "Watch him hit a bomb," and when he left his fingers, I don't know. I just knew it was going in. (laughs) Yeah. No, also, I thought thought if they just slowed him down a little bit, it would have made a difference. Yeah, and also, I don't think really anybody guarded the inbounds pass, right? I don't have I don't have an issue with them kind of backing up, you know, you know, playing prevent defense, but there wasn't anybody guarding the inbounds pass. And if I'm Umar Balo, 
I'm telling him, hey, you make this free throw, and as soon as you make the free throw, you go up and you and you guard whoever's uh, inbounding the ball. You you utilize your length. Umar Balo has a big figure. I would have done everything in my power to make sure Umar Balo affected the inbounds pass, but that wasn't the case. And now, yeah, everybody was running the opposite direction, including I think it was Larson that was on him when I started screaming, and when he turned around, he was he was just too far away. It was. I mean, they could have done something to talk to those guys to, to, to you know, let them know in, in case this happens, this happens. But it seemed like you know, there was nothing planned out. They had, they didn't even know what was going on. It was just, the, it was just the weirdest thing. And I mean, I think it would have been better if he would have missed the shot. At least it would have had a couple of seconds for them to get together and the coach to tell them what was going on if he would have missed it purposely. Yeah. So I don't know. It yeah. was frustrating. It was just frustrated the entire last 10 minutes i know man i know but you know what Un- unfortunately for arizona basketball fans i feel like you guys are kind of numb to the frustrations right because i mean there's yeah. been there's been a lot of highs in arizona basketball history but man just a lot of just weird head scratching situations that results in losses but yep if you watch a lot of arizona basketball you've seen it all jason appreciate your phone calls call back anytime we'd love to hear from you thank you all right, let's go to the phone lines again. Looks like we got uh, Tyler joining us on Spears and Ali. What do you got for us, Tyler? Hey, just wanted to comment. You know, the beginning of this year, we talked about the U of A basketball team being young, immature, fragile, and and I just think that all came out on Saturday at the end of that game. I mean, I there was two seconds left. We were up by two. I even put the phone down, figured it was in the bag, and then watched ESPN highlights later that night to realize we lost. Um, I just think they just, you know, fell apart. Also, I, I did want to ask, are you guys going to change the name of the show when you move to the mornings? No, it would always it would always be Spears and Ali. Well, I think it should be Spears and sometimes Ali. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tyler, <laughs> oh man, I love you for that. Thank you so much. <laughs> we just call him part time Ali. It's, it's yeah, it's just the way I feel that you know we get him what couple days a week when he's not doing charity or law stuff or golf stuff or you know i mean the guy comes and goes as, as he pleases I right. hopefully he's paying for his own spot on the show oh he is oh but be, believe me okay. believe me ollie farhang's uh fairly accommodated here on on espn <laughs> tucson uh tyler appreciate your phone calls thank you as always look to hear from me from the next time Have- have a good one. You know what? It's great. Is uh, didn't uh, Mark call in yesterday? It was like, Ollie, why are you uh part time? <laughs> <laughs> Ollie's the one of, if not the busiest guy in Tucson. Uh, and I'm just thankful that I get to have a partner like him. Uh, having a guy like Ollie Farhang in my corner, like that is something I don't take lightly. That is something that is a badge of honor, and I, I'm very thankful to have a guy like Ollie Farhang in my life. And uh, we get to make some pretty cool content here on ESPN Tucson. Now, the thing is, is that we're trying to get this show to a point where this is the only thing Ollie Farhang does. 
So we're working on that, guys. <laughs> believe me. And listen, the show is not 100% unless Ali Farhang is here. I, I know that the show is a thousand times better when Ali Farhang is in the building because, you know, him and I have that back and forth. We have laughs. And we, you know, we get into the meat of, you know, what's going on in, you know, sports headlines. But believe me, I know everything that that man is going through on a daily basis. And whenever he can't make it for a show, I completely understand. Uh, but, man, I'm, I'm very excited to have him be a part of us in the mornings. And, I mean, it's it's going to be a weird transition for, for everyone. But yeah. I think that... Uh, Ollie Farhang, it's going to be cool to see him come into the studio, suit and tie, right? He, he wears suit and ties when he's a lawyer during the day, right? It's going to be really weird juxtaposed against your sweats and Crocs. I know. Not that that doesn't I, already happen. I got to step my game up, man. All right. I'm still wearing band shirts. All right. Coming up next on Spears and Ali. Uh, by the way, before we go to our interview with Levi Wallace, uh, just want to tell everyone that Spears and Ali, we will be on the golf course this week. We will be at the Kuligar Classic at Omni Tucson National Resort. We will be doing live shows Thursday and Friday from 3 till 6 p.m. So listen in for interviews with players and organizers of this amazing Tucson tradition. And the Spears and Ali Kuligar broadcast is presented by Chicanos por la Casa. All right, coming up next, Levi Wallace, Pittsburgh Steeler and Tucson native, joins the show. Stay tuned. And you're so right, man, about social media, because that's where I saw it. And it's like every ad for anything, uh, any kind of shoe or apparel, everything they show me is in black and gold. Like, and I'm like, ooh, I need to have that. Ooh, no, not air fryer. I don't cook. I don't even know how to use my stove. Talk air fryer. The midnight has been flashing on Ollie's stove since he got right. it. Honestly, it is. <laughs> Ever since I bought my house, it's 1201. <laughs> it's always flashing. <laughs> Um, all right, so uh, Andrew, you're a movie buff. I uh, I want to get your perspective on this. What have you heard about Cocaine Bear? Uh, <laughs> I've heard mixed uh, reviews, actually. I think one magazine that I follow gave it like an eight, another gave it like a six. So... See, those are the highest rankings I think I've really seen because I know a lot of um, friends who are like movie connoisseurs and they decided i'm gonna spend money on a ticket to go see cocaine bear and they said it was a big waste of money don't go see it in theaters wait till it comes out on streaming i give it about a three out of ten it was i mean there are movies where it's so bad that it's good like the latest fast and the furious movies are just so bad but you're still willing to watch it cocaine bear not so much and you know what's so disappointing is that this won't have any effect on Ray Liotta's acting legacy, but man, it is—it's just sad to me that the 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 late great Ray Liotta, this is the last movie that he's going to be a part of, and it's about a bear ingesting cocaine and just going on an absolute rampage. Uh, so, yeah, I'm a big Ray Liotta fan. Uh, love all the movies. Uh, Goodfellas is you know one of my favorite movies. And you know you want to know what what's one of my favorite like obscure Ray Liotta roles is uh Don't wi- say it. Wild Hogs. Oh my god. <laughs> Wild Hogs where he plays the bad guy, the the leader of the biker gang. Uh Ray Liotta's a great actor, but man, I don't know 
if I'm going to spend money to go see Cocaine Bear. Uh, all right, so we didn't actually get a chance to do this, but, but we're going to do it now that we have a couple of minutes left. Uh, so today is Top 5 Tuesday. Top 5 Tuesday. And today's also National Pancake Day. So a couple of weeks ago, it was International Pancake Day. Well, now it's National Pancake Day. So it's not a, it's not worldwide. It's not Mr. Worldwide like Pitbull. But it is right here in the U.S., National Pancake Day, baby. And, of course, IHOP, they're doing uh, what free short stacks. So you best believe that a bunch of people are going to order some water and some pancakes today at your local IHOP. But pancakes are obviously a breakfast food. Are they the great greatest breakfast foods? Do they even crack the top five? Not in my list. So here are my top five breakfast options. So if I were to like have any breakfast whatsoever, these are the five things that I'm picking. Number five, going with the basics here, Cheerios with banana. Honey Nut Cheerios with sliced up bananas. It's not like obscure like a lot of people have had it, but if you haven't, let me tell you, it's a great breakfast. Uh, number four, cinnamon French toast frosted flakes. <laughs> I, so wait, cereal makes the top twice? Uh, yes, it does. Okay, fair enough. I, I just found this out, uh, this this cereal, like last week, and it's one of the greatest cereals I've ever had. So cinnamon French toast frosted flakes, go give that a try. All right, now we're getting down to the nitty-gritty. Top three here, going huevos rancheros from Baja Cafe. Oh, specific. Okay. Yeah. Baja Cafe has a lot of great options, but Huevos Rancheros is amazing. And then number two, I'm going with a bacon, egg, potato, and cheese burrito from Nico's. Okay. And then number one, my top breakfast option is a McGriddle, baby. (laughs) (laughs) A sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddle. It's kind of like pancakes, right? The pancake is the bun. And it's a great breakfast sandwich. I love Paul Diaz as much as the next guy, but you just disrespected the hell out of... Breakfast? Out of Baja Cafe. (laughs) (laughs) Did I put a McGriddle over Baja? (laughs) Love the McGriddle, man. (laughs) Especially that two-for-five joint. It's pretty good. All right, that is it for this episode of Spears and Ollie. We'll be back tomorrow. What?